Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Monday, May 17th, and the NBA season has finally reached, at least the regular season has reached its end, uh, and we're about to get, you know, deep into some playoff action uh, with the new playoff format this year, which we will get into in just the a State moment. Farm Play-In Tournament. Yes. Say it louder oh, for the folks man. in the back. Yeah, we got a we got a sponsored play in tournament because we need more blatant money grabs in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, so let's this just uh, let's jump right into this. So the NBA playoffs, the new format this year. We now have twenty have teams make the playoffs out of thirty. Format with the play in tournament. Uh, listen, I don't hate the idea of like trying to switch things up to make like the eighth seed a little bit more exciting right because usually the eighth seed is like a team that has no shot right yeah especially like you look at the last couple years the eastern conference i feel like it's it's always been talked about the eastern conference right the eighth seed is like a team that is somehow under not even 500 but they make the playoffs just because they happen to be a bad bad you know bad conference and I think that's where this narrative all started, where, like, oh, we need to spice things up. We need to make more competition. And, like, I'm all for, like, making the season more interesting at all levels. But I don't like, think this – I think this makes but, it less interesting. But I feel like this also makes it less interesting given that – given the team – I just think it's unfair to the team that is the seventh seed to to force them to play in a tournament where they could potentially get eliminated before in the one game started. Right? Yes. So let's talk about this. So – in in the play-in tournament in the current format this year, right? You play seven versus eight for the seven seed, and the nine and the ten play for the eight seed. Well, the nine and the ten play to play the loser of the seven and the eight for the eight seed. Yes. So so theoretically, you could have let's say the seven seed. Let's say like the Lakers, right? Because this is the most ridiculous part, and I'm going to get into this later. Yeah. In another part of this pod, we're going to do, but you could have the Lakers. Let's say Steph goes ballistic and goes for like fifty, and the Lakers lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think they would lose to Memphis or the Spurs? No, but you're living in a universe where the defending NBA champion who earned the seven seed in a regular season that was 70 times as long as this play-in tournament, okay, yeah, could potentially be eliminated. Before, That's ridiculous. Before like, the first what? round even starts. It's also like if we say we're going to have eight teams in the playoffs and we're like, oh, the eight seed is kind of not that interesting because like they're going to usually get whopped by the first seed in the first round. It's why, like, why would we want to like, see we're gonna the make them seed. tired? Well, it's like also it's like are we going to make them tired now because they have to play two extra games and then play against the one seed? Well, and, it's and, like at that point, just make it six teams into the playoffs and have the one seed get a bye. Well, and just the do it like thing, the NFL. And the other thing is in this – in this format too, it's like okay, the eight seed wasn't that interesting, but let's say the the ten seed has two. Yeah, it's like now I'm gonna have to watch Utah now play the Spurs. Have, well, now I have to watch the Spurs. Like I'm not, you know, no offense to the Spurs, but like I'm not I'm trying to do that. I'm, I, I, like Utah's gonna wipe the floor with the Spurs. Like yeah. this is, there's no point. And that's the thing is like we want to see the Lakers 
and Golden State in this playoffs, right? And we they can only see it. we can see <laughs> we can see one of them. But we could see both, but it's unlikely. It's yeah. Well, I don't think with those two teams, I don't think it's well, unlikely. Yeah, okay. I think they'll both take but their business. Like one, there of them is a lose. chance that you don't get both. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I feel like it. It's the first year, so I I get it. This is kind of an experiment, but it's just like. Uh, it's not well, see, as exciting no, as I think people think it is. I, I'm I'm less forgiving than you. I I understand. Like I'm against the concept of it. Like the whole idea, and this has been a criticism of the NBA for a while. Is like, oh well, the regular season like kind of sucks because it's kind of long, and we know who the good teams are. But like playoff basketball, because it's only the good teams. Like that's when it gets interesting. So we're just bringing more mediocrity into the playoffs. We now have two thirds of yeah. the teams well, in the NBA make the playoffs. This is what I'm. That's this ridiculous. Is what, this to is me. what I'm trying to say, though. Is like, I the, I see what they're trying to do, right? Like they're trying to adopt the March Madness style, where like, oh, any any team on any given night could like, yeah. have a chance. Well, then just right? make it a bracket, right? But it's like, it's not the same because no NBA isn't like the NCAA where any given team can be, you know, can, can do that. But also, you can't night. do that in seven-game series. Yes. Like that's not going to happen. After after the playing tournament, that that's where it goes. So, I, again, I don't think with the team. See, the Eastern Conference is different. We'll get to that in a second. No, because because yeah, the Western Conference, I do think that I think the Lakers and the Warriors are going to make it through. Yeah, this. right. Whoever loses that game is going to is going to smack Memphis or the Spurs. I mean, the Golden State beat Memphis in the last game of the season. Steph put up like fifty points. Right. And, and I, yeah, I, I just I don't just, understand the whole like we had a regular season. Let's just like do it again. If it was up to me, right, we would have six teams from each conference in the playoffs. Yeah, because I want more competitive playoffs than let. Like we already have, even before this playing tournament, we already had over fifty percent of the teams in the league make the playoffs. Like that doesn't sound very elite to me, right? Like maybe I'm old fashioned and I've like forgotten what the definition of elite is. But for me, it's like, again, you can say this is not a good example, but you look at like what was like what happens in the Champions League. Like it used to be that only the champion got in and then they're like, okay, well maybe like the second place team gets in too. And now it's like, okay, well maybe the fourth place team gets in if you're from like the right league. But still, that's like four out of 20. That's 25% or 20% even. Well, Sorry. it's like the whole like college football playoff argument. It's like, yeah. At what point do we start? Or no, no, sorry. When we were doing our uh, college basketball rankings, right, where it's like, yeah. okay, we've got four Big Ten teams before we even have a single SEC team. Like, you know, at some yeah, point, it's you like have either to consolidate, give... either consolidate the conferences, and and make it less teams. Because I'm sorry, if this was a consolidated ranking and all the teams had to play each other the same amount of times, and the East teams didn't get to beat up on the Pistons six times a year, there would be like. Four Eastern Conference teams in the playoffs. And I'm including that Boston wouldn't be in because we had a terrible season. Right? I mean, there would be like four Eastern Conference teams in the playoffs. Let's let let's let's talk about the Eastern Conference side of this play in Oh, that's a because, mess. Because I think I think the Western Conference is pretty predictable, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm, fairly, I agree. I'm fairly confident that the Lakers and the well, Golden the, State will both the, the Lakers aren't a seven seed. I mean that's a two seed team that just had injuries. Yes. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. But yeah, the I'm East very is different because that. Indiana looked no. like they had fallen off a cliff. They were going to miss it by a mile. And then kind of at the last second, they won a couple games. They got the ninth seed. And Charlotte, who looked like they were going to get maybe the, the eighth eight. seed even, they, didn't. they fell a little bit. So that's the 9-10 matchup. And that's like a toss-up because Indiana played way worse than they're capable of 
for the majority of the season. Majority of the season. So yeah. so they're still capable of playing. Again, I had them in the <laughs> five seed at the beginning I, of the season. So I like think it's just hilarious. I had Washington as my eight seed in my preseason picks, and they managed to sneak in at the end. I, listen, they. The thing is, like, I I not gonna lie. I they went nutty. Off I kind of predicted this, right? Yeah. Horrible start. Everyone's gonna think the sky's falling. They're gonna win a bunch of games late. And then they're going to finish around 500, which, guess what? They're four I mean, they games under 500. Yeah. Eight seed. Again, they're not a horrible team, right? They're not what they were at the beginning of the season. Do they beat Boston? Honestly, who knows? I think so. Without Jalen Brown, I think with, without Jalen Brown, they beat us. Without, without, yeah, without your second best player. And and the, no, and Boston the Celtics just prone. look defeated. We look bad, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Celtics are looking for next season already. Yeah. We're, we're, we're mentally So, like, out. you actually have some interesting matchups there where, like, I, I genuinely don't know who wins that. Yeah. And it's like, possible, I get that's honestly, the point, it's possible it's Boston like, still gets in, though, if they beat whoever wins yeah. in the 9-10 game, if they lose. it's yeah. Again, it's I get it's another storyline. It's another thing for people to talk about. It's another thing me, to get people interested in. For me, this is just like a blatant in. money grab. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just sports nowadays. I know. Talk, but, like, this one is so blatant. <laughs> let's talk about the actual teams that are in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. Right, the one through so six seeds on both the one sides. Through six, yeah. So let's talk about. So we start know, east or west. Uh, let's let's start with the start with the east. Actually. Start with the east, yeah. Okay. So so we got Philly, the one seed. They locked that up uh, a couple weeks ago. By one they game. locked in. Sorry, they 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 clinched their playoff berth a couple weeks ago. They locked in the number one seed just a few days ago. But uh, Philly, number one seed, forty nine and twenty three in the regular season. Um, they honestly, I don't think it actually gets talked enough about, uh, how good Philly's been this season. And I know that's ironic coming from us because we seem to always bash Philly because they never put it together in the playoffs. And like, I still don't I think mean, they regular will. season, they're nuts. I still don't think they will, but all the talk has been about how good Brooklyn's been and Brooklyn's been sick and they've only had like six games or whatever with all three of their, you know, big three playing together, yeah. which is crazy. I think that's what makes us so like impressed by them. Right? But I think Philly, the fact that they kept pace and you know won, it's only one game, but they won one more game than that Brooklyn team. I think that doesn't get talked enough about, and I think that's also something that you know needs to be addressed. That well, I, I the, will the, say this: this Philly team just kind of like, I don't want to say quietly, but they kind of just were like. Chugging they put their nose down. They were not yeah. as, as flashy as usual. I will say this, though. I am extremely confident. As much of a Philly 76ers hater as I can be, uh, I am extremely confident, given whoever comes out and ends up playing these two teams, mm-hmm. this is not competitive. I mean, <laughs> Philly and Brooklyn, I am extremely confident that they're making it to the second round. And I know that's odd for me because the Sixers have messed stuff up in the playoffs. And Brooklyn Nets super teams have also famously messed stuff up in the first round of playoffs. <laughs> yes, but I'm extremely confident. Like I'm extremely confident in a seven game series. N- neither Boston, Washington, Indiana, or Charlotte. Is oh no, they don't have the. They don't teams. have the personnel. They don't have the person. In, Boston like, in would the, if they had Jalen Brown yeah, and they were playing yeah, but well, not, but they don't. Not without Jalen Brown, no. And not the um, way they've been playing this season. They, yeah. I mean, the second half of the season for the no, Celtics been has been terribly. I mean, terribly. abysmal, abysmal. Yeah. It's just there needs to be personnel moves. I mean, that team is. It's time to trade Mark Smart, Kemba Walker. Uh, probably not Marcus Smart, but Kemba Walker for I sure. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyways, um, uh, three six, dude. I'm calling upset here. I. Uh, I'm not getting fooled by the Bucks again. Um, 
I know they're nuts, whatever. Eight and two in their last ten, cool. The Heat have figured out how to beat Giannis. That's they have, that is what they it have is. It. They have in the playoffs, I feel like, right? Because you look at last yeah, year. Yeah, well, when the refing gets a little bit looser, I will say. But I will say the, line the Heat have had... I'm just looking at the last three matchups between the Heat... And the Bucks. And the Bucks. All right. The, so it was back-to-backs in December of 2020 and then a game two days ago, right? So they lost two out of those three. One of the games was 144 to 97. Another was 119. The one they won was 119 to 108. And the other that they lost was 108 to 122, right? So the Heat this year have been kind of... I, I don't know what to make of the Heat this year. At times they look like they're, you know, back to their playoff form. And at times they look like they're, you know, like the third worst team in the Eastern Conference. So I don't know what to think about the Heat. But here's what I'll say. It's a little bit like the Sixers. The Bucks I was... last year, I think, got a little bit of the, you know, best team in the league treatment. And they, they got whooped in the playoffs, right? So I think they kind of put their nose down again this year. And I don't know. I oh, personally yeah. feel like... I mean, that's like also just Giannis' personality, right? That's Giannis' personality. Yeah, but I, I also feel like the team in, uh, in general wasn't as hyped as as much as they were in the last year or two, right? And I feel like, again, they kind of quietly, I use that word, you know, generously, but they kind mm-hmm. of quietly, 46 and 26, got the third seed. And I, I'm not saying that that team usually is like, you know, they talk a lot and they're flashy and everything like that. But again, they were like the new Golden State Warriors last year, where it's like every highlight was them. You know, every social media post was, you know, Giannis doing a breakaway dunk, stuff like that. I just feel like there's been less talk about the Bucks this year than in the last two years, and I feel like the Bucks know that they got their, you know, they got upset last year and that they got embarrassed. But I, I just don't see them. I don't see them losing in a seven game series to Miami. Not this year. Not the way Miami played, and not the way that last year went in the playoffs. Here's here's the thing about Miami, right? Um, they're not gonna impress anybody with their offensive output. They have the 25th ranked offense in the oh, league. Yeah. That's bad they're inconsistent bad. they're so inconsistent yeah but they do only allow 108 points per game which is the fifth highest mark in the in the league i mean that's going to be their calling card in this game is they're just going to yeah. try and disrupt as much as possible because offensively they just don't have enough to match i just Milwaukee. think that, i just yeah i i just think that i don't know i i just I don't want to be wrong three years in a row about Milwaukee. <laughs> hey, listen, third time's a charm, man. I'm staying. I'm sticking with my guns. All right, I'm sticking with. Guns. All right, I'll, I'll call. I'll call. I'll call Heat here, even though I gotta go just, against just my my Greek brethren. Yes. All right. Um, oh, we'll move on to the four or five matchup going, because I, I'm picking New York against I think against New York. the Hawks. Bro. Listen, I'm I going really based do. On the I think the Hawks are fraudulent, dude. I think I'm the going Hawks based are on fraudulent. the statistics, and I'm going based off of my heart, right? No, I'm I'm not even going off my heart. I'm going off their, of my brain solely. With their with their best season in years, forty one and thirty one. Oh, yeah. Walk up the four seed, uh, and they play Atlanta, who had the four seed up until the very last minute. Uh, but I saw that y'all y'all snuck it at the gun. But um, hey, it means an extra game. I mean, the, listen, uh, if you look at the guard, again, I'm looking at the last last three games. The Knicks played the Hawks. They won all three. All right. 
Uh, and the thing is, the Hawks just play no defense, right? They 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 don't play defense. And yeah, I think that's my biggest issue with them, honestly. And and in the playoffs, you are going to need defense, right? Because because listen, if you look at the most recent game against the Knicks, which which was about a month ago, uh, I mean, they let up a hundred and almost hundred and forty points. Hundred and forty. Right, and the Knicks didn't yeah. play good defense in that game either. But I'm just saying, like the Knicks have played great defense almost the entire season, right? Like Tom Thibodeau, that's his calling card. Is like he gets guys to play like, you know, pretty pretty consistent I, I was defense actually, for 48 minutes. I was thinking about this more on a on a matchup level. Well, right? that was and, my and next point. Is like who's gonna guard Julius Randle? And like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about like you look at Trey Young, right? Not the biggest, most physical guy, right? Definitely a guy who plays more with with technique. Um, the Knicks have enough—I hate to use this word—but like disposable, good defensive guards to just throw at him. Yeah. Every single minute of every single night of every single game, he's gonna get worn out. And again, yes, he's gonna get buckets. But if you can make him. If you can make those buckets expensive, well, like if you, you can get you him can also, shooting, you know, thirty five percent. Yeah, if you can you're also make win. Him shoot thirty shots, right? Yeah. And if he hits I'm saying. less than fifteen of those, you're you're chilling. Cause the a, a lot of the Knicks' stuff, especially because of Julius Randle, is is high percentage is high percentage looks. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't think Clint Capella is hanging with Julius Randle at the perimeter and like no. chilling there. And, I don't and think also, he's I, mean, I don't think he's doing you that. You look at the guys that have stepped up. John Collins not defending anybody. If John you look up anybody. if you look at the guys that have stepped up recently for the Knicks, right? You look at like Nerlens Noel who's going to be in an all, all defensive team, right? Oh yeah. He's he's been incredible. Uh you look at guys around the team like the rookies you got Manuel Quickly, you got Obi Toppin that are playing really well, you got RJ Barrett who's having uh a fantastic uh, yeah, he's season. the best defense in the league. I mean, the Knicks look solid. I think I th- okay again. I don't know if this is a bold take because they're the favorite, right? They're the they're the four seed over the over the Hawks, but well, it's just because they're the Knicks. Everybody's gonna pick against them. I yeah, but I'm, at the same time, I feel like people are kind of like giving the Knicks their their you know their praise. They're like, you know what? Yeah. Listen, the Knicks are legit this year. I I think they win one series, and honestly, in my opinion. I'll be happy with that. We'll see what happens after that. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I listen, do think the Knicks win this. Just for 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 the the expectations I'm, coming into the season to win a series in the playoffs for oh, the Knicks gosh. would be immense. You told me the Knicks are winning forty one games this year. I first of all would have you said would probably no yeah, you would have disagreed with me. Yeah, yeah, I, I I I wouldn't have said that myself. And then last matchup in the in the Eastern Conference will be the two seed Brooklyn Nets, uh, and they will face uh, again the loser Whoever. of the seven eight game. Yeah, which they're. I'm not even spending time. No, no, sorry. Smoking. They're the, the winner of the seven eight game. Sorry. Yeah, they're they're smoking. Whoever comes out of that matchup, it, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Again, I I, I think Brooklyn uh, comes out of the East, uh, without any yeah. I, without I don't any think troubles. That's a, if that's if all three stars think, are playing, it's no no question. And if they have two, no, they're still doing it. Uh, let's go Western Conference. Yeah. Number one seed Utah. Jazz. More interesting conference. Most fraudulent one seed in history. Of well, the here's the thing. I think they. It's gonna be interesting because I, I you know what this I, team reminds me of what that sixty win Hawks team that then got oh, smoked yeah. by LeBron in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, with like Paul Mills. Everybody, everybody was like, Powell "Wow, they won sixty five games." It's like they won sixty five games because they tried in the regular season and LeBron didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, 
Well, here's the thing. It, my prediction, right, is that they'll probably get matched up with Golden State because I think Golden State will lose to yeah. the Lakers. Um, I think Steph I mean, Curry, I think Steph Curry will State, put, up, put up like 60, but they'll somehow still lose um, just because the Lakers have more personnel. But Well, I will say this, though. If... Golden State beats LA in that play-in game, and they face the Lakers. I think they lose. I think in a seven-game series, if you give me a healthy Lakers against the Jazz, the Lakers win. No, no, no I'm, I'm, ta- I'm just talking about the Jazz. I'm, I'm putting theoretically, because the, the. I'm just saying, like, if the Lakers lose that play-in game and end up as the eight seed, because, because whoever wins the seven-eight game plays Phoenix. So I'm yes. saying, if the loser. I'm saying theoretically, yeah. Golden State loses that seven eight game. Oh, they go into oh, play yeah, the winner yeah, yeah. of the nine ten. Yeah. They win that game again. That's my prediction. And then they, they will play, play the Utah yeah. Jazz. And then they play the Jazz, and then they will lose. Will the Jazz? Yeah, th- like that's what I'm saying. I think I think the Jazz. Yeah. In that scenario, I think the Jazz do win a a series. But if the Jazz have to play the Lakers, I think it's a longer series just because the Lakers have been so shaky this year and they just got LeBron back, and you know. Who knows if there's going to be a grace period of uh, getting back I, to I form? I am betting against LeBron. I mean, listen, I'm not doubting against doubting LeBron either. I'm, I'm I'm never doing that because we've seen what happens to people that do that. But I'm just saying there is a grace period, even with LeBron. We saw it with the Cavs oh, yeah. when he came back from injury. There is a the, a smoothening right that needs to happen of of the gameplay. Now, again, he came back and immediately had like you know a statue of Liberty dunk from the free throw line. So I'm not really that concerned, but there is kind of a slight concern, a slight caution. Again, I still think the Lakers would win in a in a seven game series against the Jazz, but I think the Jazz win one one series in the playoffs. Uh, but they're not they're not they're not gonna do more than that. I really don't. Yeah. Um, Four or five is an interesting matchup because this is a rematch from last playoffs when the Mavs were shorthanded because of injury, right? And they still gave the Clippers, like, a good series, right? Luka Doncic went berserk. I think Nuclear, a lot of people saw yeah. that coming. The Clippers, again, another one of these teams that got embarrassed last year in the playoffs. And we heard nothing from the Clippers this year, which is ironic <laughs> considering, you know, they have Paul George, they have Patrick Beverly, guys that love to talk, love to toot their own horn. And we really haven't heard that this year, and I think it's because they did get embarrassed. I mean, the Clippers should have run away with that that championship. Pandemic P. And uh, and they got whooped by the Nuggets, and yeah, and I do think the Clippers will win this year just because I, mean, I agree. again aside from Luca that Mavericks team is still and Zinga is still eh. Yeah, I, again, I just don't think they have enough uh, to to complete with the Clip compete with the Clippers, and I think the Clippers. I think are, it's a long series though. Again, I, yeah, I think it's more than more than five games easily, but um. I think the Clippers did a little bit of that gamer lean this year, where they were like, "All right, let's let's uh, let's lean forward a little bit and let's you know not get yeah. embarrassed again." Yeah. Uh, three six. This one is an interest interesting series, right? Because if you would have asked me because at the beginning Denver's of the season, not healthy. Yeah, if you asked me at the beginning of the season, this is an easy call for Denver because they just oh, yeah. they're so well oiled. They have great personnel. They have great coaching. You know, they can play defense. They can shoot. They're great passing, right? And Portland's like a, a two man show basically. But now that Denver's lost Jamal Murray and a couple other guys are are shaky with injuries, right? As good as Jokic is, I don't know, Portland, I'll always give them a shooter's chance because they have two really good shooters. And it's like, if they, hey, listen, if they can be hot for a series, 
they might be able to steal one. Really, I'm I'm ro- I'm rolling with my with my conspiracy loving guy. I still think with I, Michael Porter Jr. I, and Jokic. I still think Denver will win, but it, it's more of a toss up now than I, I would have. Oh yeah, guess uh, you know I, I wouldn't even entertain an argument if uh, if Jamal Murray was playing. Um, uh, but I'm just you know if if Jamal Murray was there and that team was fully healthy. Yeah, this is yeah GGs. Nuggets win that game and probably maybe four, four <laughs> maybe five games right, but. But yeah, now that I, it's 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 Jokic and and Porter Jr. and then you know you're missing a bunch of guys. Jamal Murray, <laughs> Will Barton's injured, I think. Uh, yeah. At least now there's Portland has a window of of a cha- of a chance. Yeah. And then the last. Are, are you gonna pick uh, Portland or are you gonna pick Denver? Still? No, I'm I'm still gonna pick Denver. I'm still gonna. But pick again, Denver, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm at least entertaining that thought as opposed to if I saw yeah. that matchup at the beginning of the season. Not entertaining. No, the thought. again, that's a four maybe five game series. Uh, and then lastly, Phoenix will play the winner of the 7-8 game, so I'm going to guess it's going to be the Lakers. We're that will be Lakers. a phenomenal series. That's going to be a 7-game oh, yeah. series, if you ask me, yeah. um, because the Suns have been fantastic this year. They finished the season super hot, super hot. And, and Chris uh, Paul gives and, you a chance of winning every series already. Yeah, and then and then the Lakers, they finished the season not so hot because of injuries, but they have LeBron, they, LeBron, they have maybe. AD, they have Drummond, <laughs> they have Schroeder right so you can't can't count them out of a series either and i think just because lebron chris paul they're two like alpha competitors they're best friends like they will this 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 will go seven games i i truly believe that and honestly i i'm gonna who are you picking in this one because i i i know you said you're never doubting lebron i i'm never doubting lebron i'm picking the lakers i'll i'll be i'll be contrarian i'm gonna go Suns. i i do I just think they're right. at this I, point I, in the I season. I kind of knew you would do that. At this point of the season, they're well oiled. They have Chris Paul, who is like the perfect point guard in the playoff, if you ask me. Uh, you've got your you know young score, Mamba mentality type player in Devin Booker. You've got a young big that you know plays decent defense, is very good on offense, and Aiton. You've got McCall Bridges, who's a great wing player that you know can knock Top down twenty five hundred twenty five. So. <laughs> Poor McCall uh, Bridges. We're never letting him live that down. I'm not even, not like, even letting fault. him live that down. I'm gonna let never let like world. ESPN live that yeah, down. Yeah, like the universe live that. But down. I'll I'll go Suns just because again, Why it's not? so soon after everyone coming back. I just don't know if the Lakers are gonna get into that groove in like two games. We'll see. I, I'm not doubting LeBron's I just, I ability. Have my policies. I think it's I going seven policies. games, but I think the Suns yes, at I this point of the season true. are just. They're firing off. I feel bad for them. I mean, we're going to get into this later, but I have a a proposal for the for the Suns and Mm -hmm. some other teams. I Um, feel very bad for them. But yeah, I mean, who who if you were to call now finals, who what's the matchup? Nets Lakers. I'm gonna go Nets Suns. Listen, (laughs) that would be my second choice. Right, I, I, I just, just think, think this, that I think this I think Phoenix is the most balanced. It's a shame team like, in the West, right? Like for me, the, four best teams, four best teams in the NBA right now, is Philly, Brooklyn, the Suns, and the Lakers. Like I just and, think and we're not going based on their teams. their you know recent performance. You're just going based off of personnel. 
No, just like yeah, and this is again we're gonna get into this playing later. Playing at like, their maximum is, those ability. Are the those teams. are the four best teams. Like, listen, you ask people who know basketball and ask the NBA, you get a thousand people in a room and take a survey who are the four best teams in the NBA. I mean, that's what you're gonna come up with if people aren't being biased. They they could just play at a different level, and I'm sorry, Utah, you don't, you know, you're not at that level. Nuggets, if you were healthy, you'd get my vote, but you're not healthy. Clippers, no, right? I mean, you don't have a real point guard, and 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 you don't have a real center, and I don't trust Paul George in the playoffs. Uh, Mavericks, if Zingod had never gotten injured, maybe mm. Blazers definitely They're not, still, like, and the Warriors, yeah, and the Warriors, you're Steph and everybody else. Yeah, and Clay's injured, and Draymond's gone. Yeah. Oh well, if, if Clay Thompson was, we wouldn't be having this discussion because they would not be the eighth seed. They would, they would probably be, yeah, be Portland the one seed. <laughs> They'd probably be the one seed. Um, anyway, let's let's let's, move. let's talk Speaking a little about bit about Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say let's talk a little bit about the regular season since that wrapped up yesterday. Uh, Steph Curry clinched yeah. the scoring title, which good for Steph Curry. I mean, good for him. Honestly, you know what in this. This train wreck of a season for Golden State, like, at least he got something. I mean, Steph went nuclear the last game. I don't want to hear any arguments, by the way, about best point guard of the last 20 years. Be quiet. Everybody <laughs> needs to just... Shh. So he finished the season like, averaging... People who are... What were you saying? Go for it. Give me the stat line. No, you finish. You no, finish. go for it. Give me the stat line. All right, fine. I said, uh, I said people who are... Just, just go, 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 go. I, you I said my, go, and then you cut me off. Full. What are we doing? I know, I know, I know, I know. Right. Go, Steph go. Curry I want my rant to come season with, full fury. with 32 points per game and 63 <laughs> games played. That is all. First seed, sir. 32? Yeah. Did he go uh, 40, 50, 90, or did he get close at least? Uh, He went I know 48, it, but... 42, 92. So oh. he almost was there. Hey, Tony Snell, Man, 50, 50, 100. Ridiculous. Yeah, that is insane. <laughs> Hey, Somebody man else isn't just running didn't anymore. Seth, man is didn't, didn't not Seth just running Curry, anymore. Didn't Seth Curry go 50, uh, 50, 50, 90? I know he, he had was a whole close, bunch of guys. That was a couple crazy weeks ago. I don't, know if he, I don't know if it fell down. Anyway, uh, about Steph Curry. People don't like Steph Curry because of the way that Steph Curry plays and what he has done to the game of basketball. Um, those people are just annoying ignorant. and just don't understand things. And it's like just because you don't like something doesn't mean – you can't appreciate it. Like it, people who hate on Curry are quickly becoming like the LeBron haters where it's like, you just sound just dumb. Well, it's like, right? just, like just admit that you don't like that. He beats your teams, right? Or you don't like the way that he plays because you want like it to be about like centers. But I mean, no, he just, we're past that. Right. Just, yeah, he, it, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm I mean, sorry. He's, if he's not in your top, three point guards of all time you're just doing it wrong if, well, if you're if your top three is anything other than like magic stocked and curry in some kind of order of that like what are you doing at this point hmm. yeah I don't know. right it's just i don't know um i love me steph curry in curry mode it's and listen i'm gonna be honest at the, when he really started to hit his peak i didn't like him because he always beat the people that I was rooting for. I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't like how he played, right? You know, like it's important to distinguish that. But now I yeah. love watching Steph Curry because it's, it's actually, it's, it's just, 
it's just hilarious to watch how good he is at the sport. That Warriors team shouldn't even be sniffing the playoffs, right? No, but he he they. I mean, he willed them into the playoffs. I mean, they won six straight to get that eight seed. I also think, and specifically, I, I know we were talking about this in our, in our last podcast, and maybe you can say, Nick, this is a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to go there. We were talking about, you know, skill sports versus, you know, athleticism sports and, like, specifically, like, pertaining to ball sports versus the Olympics. Steph Curry, if anybody wants to, like, explain the distinguishing between an athleticism sport and a skill sport, put on a Steph Curry mixtape. Steph Curry looks like an accountant. And he is one of the three best players in the NBA. Well, it's just I'm like going to go classic. for it. He's one of the three best players in the NBA. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think people would debate you on that. And if they do, that's just silly. But, like, you – the simplest way to put it is you look at him and he's not going to jump the highest. He's not running the fastest. No. Right? He's not the he's strongest. He's not the strongest. Not by, not by a long shot. Right? But guess what? He's, a, he's got an incredible shooting form. And – Guess what? It works. That's all. It's, that's all it's you just need. proven that scouting is broken. I mean, he broke scouting. Yeah, he went to Davidson, right? A small D one school. Even even now, when you read NBA draft profiles, it's all like about length and like muscle and this. It's like put on a Steph Curry mixtape. Can if he you're not score, looking, can he yeah. play defense? Can he run plays? Pass. Like let's let's worry about what he can do with a ball in their hand. Like we are not. NFL, I get it. Separate argument. In the NBA, like, this is a skill sport. Every position has to handle the ball, right? It's not like football where just the quarterback has to handle the ball. Mm. Here, everybody has to handle the ball. If you're not, if your first priority isn't what can he do with the ball, your scouting is archaic, right? It's just, I, I love, I love Steph Curry for that reason. I love him almost as much for what he did for the sports universe as for what he did for for just himself and for the Warriors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just fun to watch. All right, let's just oh, be it's honest. adorable. He speaking, just toys with grown men. Speaking of uh, Steph Curry, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about just a little MVP talk, or just the awards races oh, yeah. in general. Uh, I know MVP talk is a big subject of late now that the season has ended, and people were trying to not give it to Jokic, which is hilarious. Well, here I let's let's have this t- discussion because we're both in agreement that. The MVP. So we we each made a list of our top five candidates yeah, for MVP, right? And we both have Nikola Jokic at the top, right? And it's First, only we both have the same top two. Yes. And the th- here's the thing: everyone says it should be Embiid, right? Embiid's having an MVP quality season, right? Jokic is having a better season. Yeah, that's just that's just the, the plain and simple answer, right? And especially because. Jokic now doesn't have Jamal Murray, right? And he is that team's... He's like the LeBron of that team, right? He's a point yeah. center. He facilitates. Yeah. He scores. And People act he like rebounds. he plays no defense. I don't know right. where that like, and, narrative like, came oh, from. Okay, yeah, maybe he doesn't average the same number of blocks per game as Joel Embiid. But guess what? He His, still plays... He gets steals, man. Yeah, but he gets <laughs> steals. But guess what? Like, Have you looked at that man? Like, he's physical. He's a physical human being right like he looks like you know a weightlifter yeah he alters so much of what an, an but also i just think like he an does, opposing he, offense wants to he do. does more 
his passing does more for his team than Embiid shot blocking. Yeah, right. Like, like I think that outweighs the defense aspect. I, I, I don't know. I, I also worst just, MVP we've had in twenty years at Nick Wright. Yeah, I don't know what that nonsense is about. Like Nikola Jokic right now is like a top five center of all time. Maybe not yeah. top five center. Yeah. But he, he is the best Definitely passing most center skilled center. Yeah, he is most the best skilled passing center, center of all time. I will say that confidently. Yeah. But uh, I just, I'm, it's again, it's this whole narrative like, oh, he's European. Like, he, you know, is not athletic. He, you know, he's crafty, but he doesn't put up like 40, you know, again. It's like, miss me with that, right? He also, is, you really don't think if he was selfish, he couldn't go out and get 40? You really, you really think he couldn't do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen his shooting numbers like his true shooting percentage is through the roof <laughs> his pr is number one in the league and i know pr is like a dumb stat but he has a pr while actually shooting well we both have it anyway. Embiid second right so let's yeah, not for act like the we're reasons we completely just... discrediting joel Embiid. we're just no. saying despite joel Embiid having a fantastic season and i know people are gonna be like well the sixers are the first seed and the nuggets aren't oh guess what west is harder you play to win in the in. east and you have ben simmons and tobias harris and Matisse Thibault's <laughs> having like you know yeah. all defensive team year. So uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, Embiid fantastic season. I just think Jokic is having a better one, and he is more valuable third to is his where team. We differ a bit. Yeah, so I have CP three. Uh, no, sorry, I have no, Steph you have CP three fourth, and you have CP three uh, fourth. I have CP three. I have CP three third and Steph fourth. So I have the opposite of you. So I I have Steph third because I think what they did at the end of the season just like further accentuates the fact that Steph Curry on that team is the like Steph Curry on that team is like LeBron and the Cavs those couple of years right those teams had no and he no was carrying them yeah. business sniffing the playoffs right without Steph Curry that team might maybe wins 10 games okay right for for me it's it's CP3 just because i think there is something to be said for if we're Proceeding? talking about pure value i, I get it listen i not I, even I, that he just he completely changed the narrative around that team that team made no other changes, pretty much, except for him. And they went from not making the playoffs to the two seed. And also, he changed the narrative around Devin Booker. Devin Booker was very quickly becoming, like, empty calorie guy. And yeah. now Devin Booker wins games. I, I And I, I'm not mad at that. I'm just thinking... I just... Again, the end of the season, the way that Steph Curry is, like, finishing... Oh, yeah, it was point and like and, and, like, peaking is, like, the perfect time to enter him into the MVP conversation. And and I'm just going based off of, like, if you take that guy off of that team... Oh, they're terrible. They are they are a They are a 10-win max team. And you put them yeah, on... They're, they're one of the worst Any other team, that team immediately becomes, you know, an, a one or a, a contender. two seed. Yeah. Right? That is true. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm not. At. And again, I'm I have, not mad I have with CB3 either order. four. Yeah, so I have step like four. Outrage. I'm not mad with this. And then five um, is where we both just completely go in different directions. Like, not like it matters. I have Julius Randle because... You know, I have Giannis. I love love me some Knicks. And, uh, listen, I would have had Randall 6th. Best, sixth, best, that's best a team consolation. the Knicks have had in years. And it's and he's the best player. And he's, so. I mean, he's their best player. He he averaged like 26 and 10. And what, 6 This is the best narrative on also, the season. Because right? the NBA is better yeah. when the Knicks are better. And again, the narrative. And also, listen, I got I to gotta shout out my Knicks any chance I get. So we're going to throw Julius Randle in the, in the fifth spot. And again, it's not like me, it matters anyway. So. He's not going to win because voter fatigue and all the other reasons we just mentioned. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had Giannis initially, ridiculous but then I was stats. like, nah. 
Yeah, you get it. I Giannis mean, is in now the situation with Kevin Durant and LeBron, and LeBron every year. Yeah. Yes, you could make the he's argument. He's gonna put up nutty stats. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. And his team's always stats. gonna be good. But you yeah. can't give it to him every year unless he does no. something truly, you know, mind blowing. Yeah. Again, otherwise LeBron would have like nine MVPs right now. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin Durant would have the other like a lot. Six. The other so, a lot. <laughs> uh Really quickly, I know at the beginning of the season we had a lot of projections for Rookie of the Year and and whatnot. And Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. <laughs> and deeper. I would like to say I had LaMelo winning Rookie of the Year at the beginning of the year. He would have won it had he played a full season, but I think yeah, it's Anthony he Edwards. Can't. No, it's, it's got to be Anthony Edwards. Because he, one, he played a full season. And two, he's honestly been really good. Like, I think better than both of us thought he would be. Uh, yeah, I, I did not expect him to be... Uh, this level right like we expected the the 30 point games like here and there maybe but he's been like relatively quick and he's gotten more efficient he's not efficient but he's gotten more efficient yeah so i i think that's one area that we definitely were wrong coach of the year uh for me this has got it this has got to be tibby honestly oh i think it's Uh, Thibodeau, and honestly i would also i would also it's hard because he was only the coach there for part of the season but the Hawks Nate coach? McMillan at the Hawks. I mean, when yeah. he started over, I think they only lost like eleven games. If I I thought I read that somewhere, maybe I'm wrong. But they were they went from being like a nine seed to the five seed. Yeah, once that was he crazy. became the coach. I just think and the thing I is, it's like deserves it. And I well, I think Thibodeau gets it. I I really do. I mean, he's been outstanding. But the Hawks coach again. You thought oh maybe it was a personnel issue when it was uh what's his name. What was the coach? Lloyd Pierce, right? right? Lloyd he thought, Pierce, oh, well, yeah. maybe you know he doesn't really have a lot to work with, blah, blah, blah. But then he leaves, Nate McMillan, with the exact same cast of characters, goes on a run, and then all of a sudden becomes a five seed. No, I, I do think it's uh, a coaching. I think I think it should be between those two. I think, I think it's yeah. Thibodeau, my, me being a little bit biased, but also I, I do think that's the right move. And, and I think second should be McMillan because he is a... Uh, uh, you know, deserving at least of a conversation. Uh, yeah. Most improved player. I, ever, most improved player, Julius Randle. I don't think that's a debate at all. Yeah, I mean, he went to an MVP candidate. That's not an argument. Man, it's uh, just, depoy. Uh, are we get? Are we gonna not give Ben Simmons depoy? Because I really don't want to. Because he doesn't deserve it, even though he thinks he deserves it. Can we just not give it to him? I don't know. I, again, it's like the same conversation every year. It's like Rudy Gobert, or do we want to take the field? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we give it to Rudy again, or we go with the field? Hey, can uh, we give it to a guard? Can we give it to a guard? Can we find uh, a guard to uh, give it to? Honestly, dare I say, Nerlens Noel? No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Don't worry. If he played more minutes, he'd get yeah, it. That's, that, yeah, that's honestly the biggest uh, handicap right now to his case. Uh, because he's been a freak. But he just is, you know, he's a second unit guy. But, uh... Uh, let's see. We were wrong about a lot of these things. Gotta be brutally honest. Uh, hey, man. Sleeper pick, though. Pokashevsky. <laughs> for rookie of the year? I mean, no, I had a, I had just no, I just had sleeper rookie like a guy who oh, nobody yeah, expected yeah. to be good was. I don't even remember who. I, oh, I've had Desmond Bain. I think he was just okay this year. That's like sleeper that's free like, agent, definitely sleep, not Tristan Thompson. Sleeper pick, <laughs> sleeper pick. Maybe in like three four years, mine will be like a really good pick. But yeah, really long that, that, sleep. That remains <laughs> a long to be hey, It's more of a hibernation. He's still sleep. There are a couple teams though that like 
At the, Man, Scott the, Brooks still hasn't been fired. I'm really mad about that, Loki. Because they won 34 games. I know. I mean, like he should have been fired like three months ago when they were bad. That's why you got to stick with it. Um, really quick. Now that this regular the season ended, he got fired. let's also just address some teams that's like, what the heck do you do from here? And I think one of yeah. them should be your Celtics. You are um, in a very strange position, right? You have two guys that are very young, but they are very entering good. their peaks. They are going to demand a lot of resources going forward. And you I mean, need... the good thing is we have them extended, which is obviously yes, dope. But you um, need now a point guard and yeah, a center. Can... Yeah. So, and that's hard to come by these days because point guards, obviously, everybody wants a point guard, and they usually. Yeah, the the, the only good thing is that we have assets that people will want. I mean, obviously, somebody will want Kemba for something. Somebody wants Marcus right? Smart. Playoff um, team will want Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart will fetch a lot on the on the open market. Um, if we decide to get rid of him, obviously, Robert Williams will get something if un- unless we decide to keep him. Guys like nothing you know, for even Tristan Thompson. somebody like Carson. No, Tristan Thompson. We're cutting. I mean, he's not. <laughs> um, here's the thing: the kind of center we need, I don't think, is too difficult to find. Just like a like a pogo yeah, stick type. Like you a would think. But again, you've, DeAndre you've Jordan. also missed on like five. You know, right? You missed well, on yeah. Tristan Thompson. Robert Williams right now is still a miss because he's so inconsistent. I mean, you had Enos Cantor played no defense. was was great on offense. Yeah, that's no the opposite of what we need, right? So it, it seems I'm, like it's kind of like a constant loop of like, okay, we're getting a center just as like a placeholder until the guy that we need, but we can't find it, so we're just gonna keep putting placeholders. So honestly, I'm kind of looking at Alfred Payton kind of different now, bro. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, from a Knicks point of view, maybe just like hinder your, hinder your expectations just a little bit. Yeah, but like, just to be like a discount Marcus Smart. I mean, yeah. Listen, if you're using him, in like that, a heavily if, discounted yeah, Marcus but I Smart, I would focus on finding like a primary point guard before that. Yeah, but we don't, we don't, we don't want another small scorer who can't play defense. Like that's not. I'm not saying that's what you need. But I'm just saying, like, find yourself a point guard that. Let's like not do something dumb, dude. John, if, like, listen, I'm not saying this is going to happen at all because I think it's unrealistic. But like, De'Aaron Fox would be a perfect point guard for the Celtics. Oh. Because he's not a score first point guard. He can pass really well, plays great defense, and he's not a small. I would book, you myself, can't, you I would book myself a vacation immediately if we got De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> I would, I would. Again, not saying I this is happening. I would call up the old travel agent immediately and book a vacation if we got De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> anyway, it's not going to happen. That's one team that I. Uh, Blazers got to blow it up. I'm Blazers, because I, I don't I'm think they're it. not. They're not going far this year. I think. They're at a crossroads. And then, obviously, we've talked about all the bad teams in the league that really just... I'm over the, the Hawks, magic. I'm over it. You're over the Hawks? I'm over the Hawks. What? I'm over I'm over the Hawks, dude. I, I told you I... I don't agree I'm with that. O- I'm over the no-defense teams. I I'm get over it, the no but, defense like, they're teams. still in their building phase. I, I, they, they still okay, have, like, two rephrase. years... They still have, like, okay, two I'm not years over before. the Hawks. I'm over the combo of Trey Young and John Collins. I don't think that's, that's the, the combo that anymore. I think it's Trey Young and the rest of the team. I don't think John Collins is, like, the other guy anymore. I really don't. They have enough other pieces that it's, like, it's become diluted. I guess. I just, like, They still me, have, like, two like, years before we can decide whether or not that needs to go in a new direction. No, I'm talking about, like, the Magic, the Timberwolves. Oh, like, oh the Magic. Right? Teams that's that are like, awful that really have no direction. Yeah. And and like uh, I still Rockets. think the Wizards should blow it up because they're, I mean they're not going to but they should yeah um, I just don't think 
no defense backcourts work. I mean, we've looked at the look at the Blazers, it's yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know nobody wants to admit it, but it's literally the same thing. Um, people talk like, oh, well, the Warriors made it work. Yeah, but Clay Thompson was an all-defensive player. Yeah, so. would you have like you know. I, I don't even know how to... And also, Cur- and also Curry is not belong in the same conversation with these other point guards. Yeah, anyway. Um, and again, Clay Thompson was an all-defensive player. Draymond Green was an all-defensive player, right? I mean, Harrison Barnes, when he was there, was at least a decent defender. Kevin Durant was obviously all-defensive player. Uh, anyway. It's not the same. That's... Uh, that was just... I just wanted to bring that up. That's pretty much it, yeah. Fun. No, I mean, Boston Celtics, biggest disappointment of the year. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen. Hopefully we, can, hopefully we can at least win our play-in game. That would be at least something... Maybe. Hey, it's right. If the if they don't make it, man, just you can keep watching the Knicks. All right, dude. Yeah. If they, listen, I am preparing myself for a year of you making fun of me because right. I've been making fun of you for years for being the Knicks fan. So yeah, and I'm glad you know your place. All right. Anyway, that's the show. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>